What's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte, a.k.a. Lottie Dottie. We likes to party. You know what it is. Um, Let's see. I've been wanting to do this episode for a while. Um, I love talking about this, this subject because I think it just overall makes you a better dancer. We're talking all about freestyles, how to freestyle, why it's important. Um... And your freestyle is always evolving. So there's a few things that I want to touch on. And this uh, this episode is honestly for anybody who wants to expand their freestyling craft. Um, maybe they're looking for new ways to express, you know, as a dancer, as a movement artist. If you're looking for a new challenge with your freestyle, if you're feeling stagnant, um, that's kind of where I am right now. I'm I'm very versed in freestyling a a a specific type of genre of dance. And so I'm feeling a little stagnant in my new areas. Um, or if maybe if you've never understood why it's important to freestyle, I tell my clients all the time, you need to be freestyling. And they're like, girl, what you mean? Um, and how it can actually make you a better dancer. And I'm going to kind of go through my method and my take on it. There's honestly, there's no wrong way to freestyle. Like, I say this all, there's no wrong way to freestyle. So this is really just a take on freestyling. There's so many ways to do it. This way is not like the set way. It's just kind of like my methodology. And um, and I, the more that I dive into this uh, topic, I'm kind of realizing like there's more I could be expanding on with my freestyle. So I just want to share all that with you guys and let's get into it. Yeah. All right. So why is freestyling important and just moving your body and being able to express um it's exactly that like freedom of expression so i always say like on my sad girl days like coming home from work turning off all the lights like turning on some like sad girl music vibes keeping the the lights off and just like putting on some baggy clothes and just like moving my body like it's a it's a like a catharsis. It's almost like if you're a writer or a painter or um, any other kind of um, method for art, just kind of like free flowing in that art form, you know, and not really worrying about what you're creating because it's just like an expression to get things out. And so I think it's a really great way to express emotion. If you're angry, if you're feeling sexy, if you're feeling, you know, sad, um, being able to move and express your body in that way. It's actually pretty interesting. I was looking at um, some studies done in this area called, it's called DMT, so dance movement therapy. Um, and it's actually a form of therapy. So like therapists use it, you know? And um, I was reading some studies. It helps with emotion, mobility, anxiety, cognitive skills, depression, body image, there were some studies done to show how it improves memory in Alzheimer's, which is really interesting because whenever you're working like cross body connections, um, you are creating new neural pathways in your brain. So I think that's really cool to use that as a way to to work with Alzheimer's patients. Um, also, it, there was a study that showed it prevented violence amongst young adults Um and it was you. It's also DMT is used for treatment for childhood obesity, and it may also be used to treat autism. So, like, yes, expressing emotion, but I think that it's really important to remember that movement alone is just so many yummy and amazing things going on in the neural pathways of your brain. Actually, when you're moving your body, and it could be used to treat so many different, um, different, uh, conditions. So, uh, if that's up your alley and you're like, you know, in that psych world, I would love like message me or something because I would love your take on this. If you, if you've, um, maybe use this in your practice or if like you're experienced in this, but yeah, it's called dance movement therapy. So look into that. Um, there, like I said, there's a ton of studies on, on just that, but also, if you if you just haven't been diagnosed or anything, just moving your body is an amazing way to express emotion. So um, that's already important. Another reason why freestyling and just moving your body is very important is it's going to actually help you with rhythm. We get so caught up in taking 
just class and choreography and class and choreography. And I tell this to my clients all the time. You could be a great choreography dancer, but if I tell you to freestyle for two eight counts and you don't know what to do, then that's a problem because you need to be able to use the music and catch a vibe and learn how to um, count music and learn how to find that rhythm and be able to move your body according to the rhythm. So it actually does help with uh, freestyling helps with finding rhythm and practicing to finding rhythm. Um, also, it's going to help you count di- music in different ways. There's tons of ways to count music, right? Like, I, I don't know the terminology, guys. You know what I'm talking about. But like, <laughs> in half counts, whole counts, whole beats, half counts, beats, whatever. And um, you should be able to do that. And you should be able to count different musics that are on like, you know, like I, I played a waltz for my clients the other day. And like, and and how you can move your body to that. Um, it's going to help you recognize patterns, which is, amazing because if you can you know unlock the pattern for a type of music then you can do some really cool things on your freestyle because you're like okay a bell comes in every three a counts or a this comes in every whatever um it's the difference between dancing and like being moved by the rhythm of the music and just being a robot i can always tell when people are just like they train a lot in their freestyle versus they just take choreography classes like when you when you are freestyling and you are comfortable with that and you know and you've practiced this craft it's like you have something to say whenever you do your freestyle but uh, as opposed to freestyling you're just kind of just throwing stuff out and that's fine too but I think if you start looking at freestyle as a form of art and like something you want to expand upon and practice and that's something I'm really into I like I want to be like a freestyle artist, like some people just like thrive off of their freestyle alone. And that's, that is a skill that I would love to have, you know? Um, And it's also, okay. So like listening to the rhythm is also going to help you not dance all over the music. So sometimes when we give you guys choreography, we're like, listen to your music, right? We get, we yell at you, (laughs) listen to your music because we're dancing all over the beat. We're like not dancing to, what we are listening to and so when you are having to practice that like actually sitting with the beat and the rhythm and listening so you can give yourself a movement that makes sense and feels good it's going to train your ear to do that regularly so then when you're in classes you're trying to find the dance you're trying to find the rhythm instead of just the choreography it just looks so connect like more connected when you're in tune with the music Uh, The next reason why freestyling is so important, like I was saying, is finding yourself and establishing yourself as an artist. So I think developing a strong freestyle is a craft. And I was saying that I took house the other day and I was, oh my God, I love it. So freeing. And it's such a strong, like obviously the music that we use is like very rhythmic. But I was telling my teacher, I was like, oh, I would love a freestyle class. So I was just like watching him dance. I'm just like, how are you doing this? It's so amazing. But developing yourself as an artist and developing that craft and that skill to really bring yourself out during the freestyle. Like, like if you were to shut, like p- go behind a curtain and someone can just see your shadow, could they tell it's you just from your freestyle? Like that is some shit I want to be on. That is so cool. Um developing that as a strength is what is going to make you stand out you know what i'm saying like even when you know you're dancing choreography because the choreographers like nobody wants robots like unless it's a specific job and like they're like yeah everybody needs to look the same but like there's usually freedom like we'll usually be like okay dancer's choice for four counts you know what i mean and being able to to do a freestyle and be able to pull things out um, that come naturally to you is going to make you stand out. Um, It's going to be your unique interpretation of what the choreographer is giving you. Um, I also think, so finding with, with finding yourself, you also need to, you, you, when you freestyle and you practice and you work on your craft, you can find tendencies that you have that aren't helpful too. Um, and I'm talking about like, we'll, we'll get more into this, but like 
maybe you feel like, oh, I always do the same thing when I freestyle. That's okay. That's your tendency. But if you don't know that you do that, then we can't become aware of it and try to fix it. You know what I mean? Oh, whenever I freestyle, I always look down. Okay, well, if you're not actively working on trying to fix it, it won't get fixed. So I guess every time you freestyle, you're going to be looking down. You know what I mean? And like being able to develop that and be like, look at it in a, in a critical way and be like, okay, so how can I fix this then? If I'm very aware that um, every single time I freestyle, I'm always favoring my left leg. I'm always turning to the left. I'm favoring the left. I kick on the le- everything. So how can I practice in ways to fix that? You know, um, so just developing yourself as a, a freestyle artist. And another reason why freestyling is important is because you need to be audition ready. Um, I mean, if that's your goal, of course, is to, you know, go audition and do jobs. Um, they're pretty much always going to ask you to freestyle, probably more than likely. Um, and even if they don't, you should be able to do that because it is something that requires like professionalism. Um I think it, like I said, it requires professionalism because something might go wrong. I'm seeing all these clips of like the Renaissance tour and like, I don't know, Beyonce like dropped her like beehive hat and like her glasses or whatever, her shirt or just a bunch of stuff was going on. And her dancers are brilliant. They're so like, first of all, there's so much shit going on and you're going to and you're going to dance your life away and you're going to save Beyonce from like wardrobe malfunctions and pick up her glasses and do all. You're amazing. You're amazing. And they couldn't do any of that if they weren't really smart and amazing with their freestyles, like being able to keep spatial awareness of what's going on or pick up on other people's cues so you guys can freestyle together. I always like. I'm so amazed when dancers can like freestyle together and they have this whole like cool situation going on in class. Like, oh, I love it. But I also like my heart hurts when like if I'm freestyling with you, boo, and like I look over and I'm trying to do something with you and you like in your own world. I'm like, friend, like ah, you leaving me hanging right now. So being able to like read the room and like match other people's energy and vibes is very um it's a skill. It's not it's not easy, but doing things like that are going to make you stand out in an audition. So being able to practice that, uh, being able to practice uh, snapping into character, maybe that somebody the job that you're working for or dancing for requires a certain vibe or a certain character or a story and being able to strengthen that and like align your movement with that is a skill. And it doesn't just come like you don't just like wake up one day and you can freestyle like you know everybody can move I think everybody can move and express but like certain there's certain aspects of that that it's important to practice another reason um freestyling is important is to become an effective storyteller um you should be able it's like it's improv you know what I mean it's like improv and oh my god honestly taking an improv class would probably help out your freestyle so much If you really want to get into the nitty gritty, um, when instructors say it's a, it's a, it's a conversation, right? I hate that. It is though. It is a conversation being able to paint a clear picture or get your message across or the feeling that you're feeling across to your audience, somebody being able to watch you just from your movement and be like, damn, like I got a whole story from her. Um, it's, it, that's a hard thing to do, you know? especially if you're just used to just doing the choreography, but that's what's going to make you stand out as a dancer is being able to um, use movement to communicate. And that's kind of like our, that's our language. You know what I mean? Movement is our language. So I think that is a really important skill to sharpen up. And another reason why freestyling is important is to begin choreography. So honestly, this is how I begin all of my choreography. All, all of my choreography begins with a freestyle. Now, do I use every single aspect of that freestyle? No, but it's a really great way for me to like tap into what my natural movement and my natural flow wants to be for that move, for that song choice um, versus like fighting it and trying to like create something 
so um, forced. You know what I mean? I really love the go with the flow aspect of of freestyling and using your freestyle for choreography or just tweaking your freestyle for choreography. Um, I think it's like kind of like a meditative state too when you're able to just like not use like the mirror and just like trust your body to like move and guide you. Um, Little woo woo. Uh, But like go with it and allow yourself to paint a a story and a picture on its own and then like look at it critically and then be like, oh, I want to use that. I don't want to use that. I do want to use that. Okay, I see how I was going with this. Like there's been some really great choreography that I've that I've been able to expand on just from a freestyle. So instead of a step by step guide, I think it's better to approach um, freestyling through a series of like questions uh, to ask yourself and allow your body to answer. So um, instead of like, okay, step one, this is what you're going to do. Step two. two. Um, I like to just ask myself questions and like tap in with, with, with what my intuition is telling me when it comes to freestyling and moving my body. Um, if you're new to freestyling, I will say something that will help you. I, I, I highly encourage you not to use a mirror. I don't want you to feel pressured to look a certain way because you're not going to look a certain way and nobody does. <laughs> um, and the thing about freestyling is you're, you might look crazy and that's the point. You should look crazy. It's not about what it looks like. It's more about the feeling and I know it's really hard as dancers to let go of the mirror that's like our safety and to like let go of looking good but you're not gonna get anything authentic out if you don't allow yourself to go through the mud a little bit and get uh get risky with your movement that's where some great things are gonna happen so I encourage you if you were just starting out freestyling and um or even sometimes like a lot of times I take the mirror away from myself and I take directions away from myself too and just allow myself to move through space so try that out All right. So um, the first question I'll probably start with if I was just like new to freestyling or if I'm just like, okay, today I want to freestyle is uh, are we using music or beats or silence or some sort of talking? Like what is going to be our inspiration? There's been times where like I took a class in college and we danced to Harlem Hopscotch, which is a poem by Maya Angelou. And my Angelou, oh my God, I can, I can never say the last name. Um, and it was, it's like her talking and our teacher was like, all right, go ahead and move. I just want to see like what comes to your mind. And I'm like, girl, what do you want me to do? You want me to move to talking? And it was cool because I mean, especially if it's a spoken word, like the way that they say something is going to invoke like a type of movement. You know what I mean? Um, especially if they're passionate or if they're very like, you know, angry or if they're very like, you know, soft and cool, like it's gonna, it's gonna give you inspiration to move your body accordingly. You know what I mean? And so finding the, the, what moves you finding are we, or dance or dancing to is going to, um, shape your movement. Um, I've also uh, done freestyle in college to uh, we did computer sounds I, I think it was a song but like it was literally all computer sounds like the the windows turning on or like the um oh god this is gonna age me the dial-up sound like when you used to dial into the internet okay gen z is like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> so back in the day you guys we had to use dial-up where <laughs> oh my god we had to use dial up where it would make like ringing noises and shit. And so that's what my teacher played like a series of just like beeps and boops. And we had to we had to move. And um, it was it was really cool. Like it, I mean, it was hilarious, too. You know what I mean? But I, I still remember that exercise. And then from that, we created movements. Um, and then, of course, any song, you know what I mean? Any song that you use is going to create um, a different kind of vibe, right? Maybe you're using jazz music. Your movements are going to be like nice and muted and cool and collected. Maybe you're using um, rock and roll, right? It's going to be thrashy. Like each type of music has a vibe. Each type of sound has a vibe. So using 
asking yourself, like, what kind of vibe do I want to create? Like, what kind of music do I want to move to? Um, I also think this is always a good one I like to do. I like to use music I hate. If there is a song that I particularly don't like and I'm trying to challenge and stretch my brain, um, I'll be like, fuck it. Cut that shit on. Let's try it. Like, let's see what I can do. Because there's been times where I've had to do jobs and they give me the song and I'm like, this is what you want me to choreograph to. Okay. And it's my like take on challenges, guys. Like you can't always do things that you want to do. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you any more of a, a, a doesn't give you any more growth. Okay. So I had to just tell myself, all right, let's just go for it. And then I started with a freestyle just to see what I could do. You know what I mean? And so it stretches your brain in ways when you use um, music that you don't particularly like. So I would um, I would implore you implore. Is that the word? Mm -hmm. I would implore you to try music that you don't even like. Awesome. So you have your you have your your music that you're going to start off with. OK, the next question is, um, is there like a feeling or an emotion attached that you want to try on? And if yes, you're going to start leaning into this. OK, and it's going to help you to create that vibes. Like, especially, like I said, if you're just starting out, you really need, you need all the help you can get. So you can really give yourself, get, find some authentic movement in yourself. Not just like, okay, this is supposed to be sexy. So I think sexy is supposed to look like this. Well, not necessarily. Sexy might look like something different on everybody, you know? So um, if if there's a, a certain vibe that you're trying to, to do, I would uh, suggest creating that vibe. So um, an example, so like if I'm going for a sad vibe, like if I'm like, yo, I need to lean into my sad girl bag because I need to choreograph some contemporary. I'm going to come home. I'm going to, like I said, turn off all the lights. I'm going to put on baggy clothes. Uh, There's been times where I'm freestyling and I'll straight up cry. (laughs) I'm straight up crying. Like, I mean, it's a, it's an emotional release. You know what I mean? So um, my movement is going to match enough where I'm able to really pull that emotion through. Um, maybe if it's happy, I'm going to, you know, open all the windows. I'm going to light an incense because I'm going to create that happy, that happy vibe. I'm going to, you know, my dogs are around. Like I feel good. Like I'm in my socks. I'm in something that feels comfortable. I can move. Um, if it's sexy, I'm going to pull my hair down. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take the, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to loosen up the bun. <laughs> Y'all know I'm a slick bun girly, but you know, I might throw on some hoop earrings or um, put on some sexy clothes, put on a little like little crop top, little short action, you know what I mean? Put on some knee pads so I can grind on the floor, you know, create that space for myself. Or um, if I'm leaning into a real masculine state or like a real masculine, so I'm gonna put on a hat, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting my, I'm getting my masculine vibes, you know what I'm saying? But like, my point is you want to set the environment to help you match the energy as much as possible. This is going to help you stay authentic in your movement. Like I said, you don't want to get into this habit of I have to freestyle sexy right now. So I need to look sexy. I need to do sexy things because what is sexy to you might not be sexy to everybody else. And so if you're trying to freestyle sexy and and you don't necessarily feel sexy it's not gonna show it is not as much as you are trying to do sexy things it's gonna look forced and you know like I mean think about it like when you're in heels class and it's like it's a sexy vibe but like say somebody comes out on the floor and they're just like grinding just just fucking just just doing sex just giving sex and you're like okay like it's it's sex it's definitely sexy freestyle but then somebody else comes out and they're giving you like maybe something different but it's what's it's like sensual energy to them because they can pull that through in their freestyle. It's like a different like non-force. Like you look at them and you're like, damn, okay, this feels sexy for real. Like this feels like I shouldn't be watching this right now because it's more vulnerable, you know? So when you are able to really create that vibe on the outside, it really helps you pull it through from the inside. Um, And then you're able to, match match those energies inside and out and then through your movements 
Um, this is important because like I said, when you can match that energy, it's going to show in your movement. So yeah, like, you know, if you're if you're sad, maybe the movement is so much slower, right? It's you're not going to be well, you might be doing some thrashy stuff, but um you're not going to like skip around if you're if you're sad, right? You're not going to do some 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 uh some head whips. You're not going to grind on the floor if it's supposed to be sad. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you've been to those classes, too, where it's like, girl, the song is. Did you listen to the song? Why is you humping the floor? Like, you know what I mean? Like. It's going to give your body different movements to do. If you're masculine, why are you doing head whips, you know, or hair whips? You know what I mean? Like, maybe you should be doing more undulations, stomping, things like that. But you have to practice it. You know what I mean? So allow yourself to create the space so you can create the movements. Uh, the next question I would probably ask myself is like, is there a story? And if there is, you should get specific. Um, I'll tell you a few things that I like to do with my clients is um, I create these props for them. Um, and I'm like, okay, you are a monkey in a jungle. You are walking. You are swinging from vine to vine. And you land on a cliff and there's no trees around you and you're just walking around on the cliff and the cliff starts to become smaller and smaller until you have nowhere to go and you're stuck on a one leg and then you fall. Like I, I give them and I can't remember the other ones. I have a ton of them I've written down uh, for my workshops, but I give them so many prompts like dumbass specific like like I just said, you are a witch and you're stirring your cauldron and you start to create rain. And then as your cauldron bubbles, you start to gr to bring in thunder and light. Like I go like head ass with them because I want them to really see it in their head and it's going to create movement. Now, it might feel funny because you're like, OK, I'm a monkey swinging through the jungle. Like, what does that look like? Well, act it out. Let's see what it looks like. Okay. Okay. And they're like, Latte, this looks ridiculous. And I'm like, all right, make it, make it dancey. Let's see how you can make it dancey. How could you make it dancey? How could you make standing on one leg on a cliff that is getting smaller and smaller dancey? That is for you to explore. And so that's when they start getting creative. And they come up with stuff that I, I was like, oh, I never even have, would have ever interpreted that that way. That is so cool. They start to come up with different things in order to portray that. And the way that you're going to uh, portray that in different ways is through texture. So y'all know I'm, I'm a contemporary queenie girl. And um, I, I whenever I teach contemporary classes, we always go over textures because it's going to... It, it's going to create create so much more dynamics in your dancing. Is something is something hard? Is it soft? Is it flowy? Is it staccato? Is it slow? Is it quick? Like there are so many textures you can apply to a movement to make it show different things. And so it makes your brain have to practice that because if you have to sit there and I was I'm like okay you have thirty seconds to think about it like seriously and then just like let your body move. You have to sit there and think about like how am I going to portray a thunder that I'm creating in a cauldron and I'm a witch. Am I evil witch or am I happy witch? Am I Glenda or am I wicked witch of the, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what kind of storm is it? Is it tropical? Is it cold? Like, and what does that look like? Do you know what I mean? And so it, this is like stuff that I used to do like in college in, um, in like we had a class literally called choreography and funny story about that actually the first time I took that class, I was way too young to like, I wasn't even way too young. I was literally like 19. Well, yeah, I was young. I took that class. I got a, I got like an F. I got an F because I just like could, I just like was being so immature. Second time I took the class, I got a C. <laughs> Third time I took that class, I got an A. Okay. But it took me some times to like let that click and like get out of my head and thinking like, oh, I look so stupid. I look so goofy. My teacher's like, shut up and do the exercise. Like shut up and be an artist. Like what are you doing? And and sometimes you really have to tell yourself that. Like if you're like, oh my God, I look so goofy right now. Like Latte wants me to be a moose. Like what does she mean? Shut up. Shut up and be a moose. 
Shut up and be a moose. What does a moose look like to you? Like, get over the fact that it's going to feel funny. It's going to feel funny. I'm telling you right now. And then once you get past that, it feels funny. You're going to come up with the coolest movement that not everybody else is doing. And that's the point. You don't want to do stuff that looks the same. We are artists, okay? Most of us, most of us are artists, okay? We're all art. We are artists, okay? You want to come up with authentic movement that looks cool and sometimes cool doesn't look pretty or perfect it looks ugly okay and it feels ugly and it feels raw and it looks raw okay so get over it you're gonna feel funny okay and what like you're coming up with cool authentic movement so going back to my point um create the story and if it's gonna help you um i want you to write stuff out now if you need help with this i am working on something for you guys very helpful um i know i give you guys homework with each and every episode and i'm finding a way to create actual homework and an actual website that you can click on and download so i'm thinking of creating a whole bunch of prompts for this episode that coincide that you guys can practice so stay tuned for that i will make a huge announcement for that but if you are a listener to the podcast pretty regularly and you like the homework but you're like have a hard time staying organized which hello i do um i got you don't worry anywho um write out your prompts and if you and it sometimes it helps to have a friend like have your friend come over and uh, you guys do a little freestyle session. OK, girl, I'm going to write a prompt for you. I'm going to pick an animal. I'm going to pick a person, a person, place, place or thing right now. Person, place, thing, situation, whatever. And I'm going to give you the sticky note. You're going to give me the sticky note and we're going to we're going to dance it out. OK, and don't be I mean, obviously be as literal as you want, but keep in mind the goal is to dance and that's going to be where your challenge is you need to be able to dance it though you know what i mean and it doesn't it doesn't need to look so dancey and it doesn't need to look so literal you have to find a happy space between and it's so up for interpretation like if you're like damn i don't i don't i'm not looking like a snake that's okay like is it still giving essence of snake is it still giving snake like qualities okay then that works. You know what I mean? It's it's more about creating the movement and the movement that comes rather than like the literal of literal, literal, literalness, how literal it is, because <laughs> uh, I know I, I have um, clients that get stuck on that. They're like, I'm I'm not getting it. Allow yourself to not get it and still be OK with moving. You cannot get stuck. That's a different conversation, but you have to be able to just flow. Don't fight it. Just flow, even if it doesn't make sense. Okay. All right. So we got our story. Um, next, the, uh, the next question I'm going to start asking myself is, is there some flavors that we can start adding in? And when I mean flavors, this is where uh, the, the sauce is in the specifics, baby. The more specific you get, the more cool and just raw your movement is going to start to become. Now, I will do things like, all right, so we still have our prompt, but I want you to only move your feet. Don't move anything else. And then you're having to sit there and like, okay, shit, only do things with my feet. Okay. And then I'll be like, okay, only now you're only your right arm or only one arm at a time. So then you're having to worry about isolations, right? Or head only, or just your torso can move and tell the story. And then you're like, oh, sh how do I do this without arms? Okay, well, how do I do this with one arm? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of flavors I like. Um, shapes. Oh, man. Like, um, how do you, uh, I want you to make do everything, do everything in the story, but you can only communicate it through circles, what girl what like any type of circle so then it it makes you have to sit there and think about how you can do everything in a circular motion okay you can only do things in straight lines girl what you're giving in and i feel like the more parameters you give yourself the cooler the shit's gonna turn out like because you're you have to think of ways that you don't normally move, right? You literally cannot move like you literally don't usually get to move like that. But when you put those kind of 
those parameters on them, such cool stuff is going to come come out. Uh, levels. Okay, you can only be on the floor. I like that one too. I do that. You can't. You cannot get up off the floor. You have to stay on the floor, or you cannot go down to the floor. Oh, story about that. I think I've said this before, um, or I've told this one before. I took with um, we took with Kara, Kara Harper, and she's like, some of you guys only know how to freestyle in your heel if you drop down to the floor and and start grinding your coochie. I was like, uh, oh, <gasps> excuse me. So. My thing now is when I'm in a heels class, I do everything within my power not to fucking go down to the floor. I will, I, I let, let me freeze or let me not even freeze. Cause that would not happen, but let me just do the same movement eight times before I go down to the floor because I want more range for myself. You know what I'm saying? And when she said that, like some of you guys can only freestyle down on the floor. And like slinky, you know, sexy movement. I'm like, oh, no, no, not me, girl. No. So now my my literal like pet peeve for myself is like, don't you dare go down the floor because we all want to go. We all want to do it. We all want to go down the floor. You know, no, don't do it. I do not allow myself. I mean, obviously, sometimes I do. But my my first instinct is I stay up, figure something out, stay up. Okay. Um, another thing I will do is I will give my clients like a specific, um, like pose or something to get into. I'm like, okay, uh, throughout your freestyle, I want you to incorporate one kick throughout your freestyle. I want you to incorporate one turn, one passe, one split, you know what I'm saying? And so you should be able to just flow, 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 flow. And, and you're not thinking but you are waiting for your body's natural inclination to be like, oh, here comes the kick. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of like, okay, I'm gonna do this and let me get into a kick. Like, allow yourself to flow and it might take a long time. And I think that's where people get stressed is because they're like, oh, I need to do this trick right now. No, let yourself cook. Let yourself cook for like four, eight count, whatever you need to find to catch a vibe. You can always tell like when someone and I love that's why like when we're freestyling class, I really love when people keep going at the end. And I used to be like, oh, my God, that's I, I can never do that. But like now I'm like, nah, I'm gonna stay out. I'm gonna stay out because you might be you might get to cook it and your freestyle might, you know, start to warm up because you do need a, a little bit of a second to like find a flow. You know what I'm saying? Like how flat how fast you can get into that is a skill and that's what we practice and that's what we aim for right because you want to especially if you're in an audition setting you need to be great immediately immediately during that freestyle that's something else we'll practice but a lot of us like if we're just trying to you know freestyle at the end of choreo we're like okay wait i need to cook a little bit oh wait hold on the course is coming up i know that one i need to hear it um so allow yourself to cook don't throw out all your your stuff your things Immediately, there's no need. Allow yourself to ride a rhythm. Let yourself do the same little bounce a few times. It's okay. Um, like I said, you're gonna feel ugly at first. Okay. You can't be pretty all the time. You don't even want to be pretty all the time. That's boring. Okay. Give yourself some edge. Like l allow yourself to be ugly. Allow yourself to be gritty. Um, practice to different music because different music has different rhythms. Sometimes we like to always go fast. Sometimes we like to always go slow. Break out of those habits. Allow yourself to do different things and different rhythms. I think another good uh, exercise, I mean, this is just me coming up with stuff as a teacher because you know me. Um, write down a whole bunch of textures and different things and random stuff and levels and things like that. Sh write them on different sticky notes, put them in a hat, shake them up, pull out four try to freestyle and try to hit all of those different um those different parameters that would be that's a really good exercise i might do, don't take my you know what take my idea i don't care because that's a really good idea i could share, we could share that idea all right so now that we've got the hang of um how we can get into our uh, our freestyle and and really specifically work on uh the different um i guess parameters is a good word for the parameters levels stories all that now I think is a good time you can start introducing the camera or a friend. And it's really just 
to check your work. It shouldn't be why like it shouldn't be um it should not change your movement at all at all it should really just be so okay so the camera is gonna be there as a as a tool okay to practice connecting with the camera because i think that's something that we all we all need to do is practice that but also to check your tendencies so um a little bit ago i was talking about like okay or like at the beginning, I was talking about, okay, I always look down. I always go to the right. You're not going to know you do that until you notice it on every single freestyle video you do. Do you know what I mean? So once you get comfortable with just the process, I think it's important to get your camera out, set it up against the wall, whatever, whatever, and then study your freestyle. Now, don't let the camera freak you out. It's there to support you. It is not there to hurt you. Nothing is going to happen, Okay. I know we we trust me. I know I feel like something's going to happen. We will explode. I've got you. Allow yourself to be perceived <laughs> by yourself <laughs> and um, don't let it change your movement. That's where that's like I said, it's a muscle like anything else. OK, so you're going to freestyle and you have to just allow yourself to cook. So then when you watch it, you're like, damn, I, I do always go to the right when I want to turn. OK, so the next time I do this, I'm not going to let you start. You add that as a parameter. No turns to the right. Only turns to the left, because then that's that starts to become a natural thing for you. So then when you are in class and you have to freestyle, you can go to the right and the left. It doesn't look so repetitive if you're feeling repetitive man i always whip i always do this stupid hair hair whip when i when i freestyle okay well first you're gonna observe it and catch yourself and be like oh shit i do okay so put that as a parameter no hair whips shit what do i do with no hair whips you just practice and practice until you can find other things that you can do okay let me focus on my arm let me focus on my legs let me focus on my toes let me focus on my torso there's other parts that you can be focusing on to take away from what you always think that you do, you know. When you're doing this too, I mean, like I was saying about creating different neural pathways, when you are moving in different ways that you don't always move in, it's so good for your brain. Like I said, it's br it's bridging new um, pathways in your brain. It's like when you, I tell my patients uh, to brush their teeth with their non-dominant hand. Simple shit. That's the most simple shit. But it really makes such a difference. So imagine if you're doing that with your whole entire body, like moving in ways that you don't usually move with, move in. You know what I mean? You're going to be sharp, man. Um, okay, good. So that's the camera. Now, how can you utilize your friend? In the same way, but I want you to think of it more of an energy exchange because when, what happens too when we're freestyling is we tend to send the energy everywhere instead of a focused area. And you have to remember like um, the freestyle is, yes, meant to be an expression, but where you can really harness that really powerful expressive energy is when you can direct it towards something, whether it's the camera or a person. So Recently, I was working with Rosie. Shout out, Rosie. Hey. Um, and we came up with something about her directing her energy to the mirror, but then directing it to me and then back to the mirror with herself and then back to me. And I think that is and it was during a freestyle because when you're just throwing energy anywhere, I mean, it, you know, it might look really cool, but when you're able to be like, okay, let me pull it all back in and then direct it all at the camera. Damn, that's when like the shit gets powerful. Or imagine if you had to be, you know, judged like for an audition, if you're able to to take all that harnessed energy and direct it right at the person that you're you're supposed to wow you know what I mean right at your audience they're gonna feel that energy and it's just you so grounded within yourself because you're so comfortable with your movement um but you're able to direct the intention of it towards somebody else like our energy is really powerful y'all so don't really don't underestimate that so I think that that's a really great way to utilize like a friend there and have and and literally have them just stand there don't don't let and i always say when i whenever i do exercises like this with my clients the person that is standing there just stand there 
Do not clap. Do not scream. Yes, friend. No, 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 no. Just receive, bro. Just sit there and just let them like send the energy towards you and just like receive it. Don't do anything. Um, not that you're not that it's bad too, but I think that on both ends, like the person giving it needs to just be comfortable with giving their energy and not feeling like they need that validation of like, yes, because number one, you're not always going to get it. Number two, like you need to just be secure in yourself and just be able to direct your energy and, and stand firm in it. Um, and also as receivers, I always say this for we're sometimes we're not used to like receiving that really, um, that really like vulnerable energy, that really like loving energy or whatever it may be. Like you, you got to just, baby, that's life. You got to get used to receiving too. Okay. That's a different conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, also while you have your friend there, um, it would be a good time to practice like, Hey, so when I was doing this right now, my intention was to, show anger like did you feel any of that and then they're like no dude I was getting confusion and you're like oh shit back to the drawing board <laughs> with my textures or my parameters you know because um directing your energy is important but the type of energy that you're supposed to be directing and like the type of story that you're supposed to be you know sending is important too. the message right and so if you are like sending mixed signals um maybe it's it's a good idea to practice what you're sending out. And you might not even be aware that you're sending mixed signals. You know what I mean? But that's when it's so cool to have a friend there who's honest. Have an honest friend. Honest friends are the best, dude. Um, we're, we're like, I'm, I'm the honest friend. <laughs> the Sagittarius, go figure. Um, but like, it's going to make you better. It's going to, they're going to be like, yo, I think you could have been sadder. I don't know. I wasn't feeling sadness, you know, and you're like, okay, shit. And it's and it and it might feel weird because you're like, damn, I was so sad. It didn't come out that way. That's fine. Like there's a difference between like feeling it and like being able to portray it. And it's really hard. I think that's like what actors struggle with, right? Like, oh, I felt sad. Did it not come off that way? Well, no, because there's a difference between actually feeling it and actually portraying it. Those are honestly two different things. So it takes some practice and it and don't feel bad if you can't get it right away and you and your friend go back and forth and maybe there's some days that you can tap in and portray it and there's some days that you can't. That's totally fine. It's it's a process. It's not like a end goal. Like <laughs> you will never be like, all right, done, figured out freestyling, set, like never, ever, ever. And you shouldn't even strive for that. So get that out of your head. Awesome. Uh, the, the next part I want to talk about is, is enhancing your strength for auditions. So say that, you know, we've got the, we've got the freestyling down. We've, we've mastered the camera. We've mastered having our energy directed. Now is when you're going to start tapping into, um, being smart as a, as a dancer, as a freestylist, as a, um, as an auditioner. So, you know what kind of tricks wow people. You know what kind of things like, well, maybe not always, but your own strengths. Like if you have a, a back bend, like that's something I'm like, okay, I got a back bend. Let me make sure that I, anytime I freestyle, let me make sure that I throw that in there. You know what I mean? If you have, uh, I don't know, I'm not a tumbling queen, but some of y'all be doing tucks and shit. That's amazing. But what good is a tuck if you can't, figure out a way to incorporate it into your freestyle gracefully. Do you know what I mean? And that's the gracefully <laughs> that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? If you can do like a triple turn into a split, that's amazing. But um, being able to do it on demand every single time the same way and like, and like have it make sense. I think that's really important. Like I, I don't even want to, I'm. it's not even like young dancer. It's just like, I think that when people have tricks, sometimes they're like, let me throw out every single trick. And like, honestly, like shit, I would too. Um, but I also think that it's really important to have it make sense. So maybe you have different tricks for different occasions. I don't know. Um, that one might, that would mean something to play with. Um, but having tricks that you can gracefully work in that makes sense, I think is amazing. Um, like I said, for auditions specifically, because... I mean, you get one shot to like show out, you know what I mean? So 
get that shit up in there. Now, if you like just drop into the split and I don't know, it's not the time for that. They, they might be like, is this person going to do this on stage or like during the, it's kind of random. Like it was cool, but like it was random. Like, I don't know me personally. Um, <laughs> I have to throw that in there. Like me personally, but um, the, I think it's, it's important to like have some finesse and some grace to it too. So that's where you're going to start practicing your tricks strategically. So maybe set that as a parameter. Okay, I'm going to get into my back handspring. Whoa, that'd be amazing. Um, after a like layout. Okay, but I'm going to do it in a way that makes sense. So practice freestyling. And then when it, when you're in when you're in a good flow, throw that in. Practice freestyling to a different song. When you're in a good flow, throw that in. You know what I mean? Just so your body gets used to getting into it more graceful. I think. And uh, once you have all of that down and say if you are a choreographer or if you're starting out choreographer or you're already a choreographer, teacher, whatever, and you're looking for new ways to create, use your choreography, use your freestyle for your choreography. Like I said, I this is something I I did not always do. Like when I first started out, teaching I just was very focused on like what does this what should it look like you know what I mean and now that I'm just like let me just freestyle like I start I literally start every single choreography with a freestyle every single one and it's it just feels better it just makes more sense like I don't feel like I'm just like throwing stuff in there like just to throw in like I feel like it just flows so much better um and there has been so many times, oh, dude, you should see my phone. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, like I said, I have a crazy habit of like pulling over, <laughs> like driving and then like pulling over and like doing a quick mark in my car or like writing down in my notes app, like, like turn to a tuck to a down to the floor to, to a boom, boom cat. Like, it's ridiculous just because I know that I'll use that in a choreography later. Do you know what I mean? And so allowing yourself to free flow as an artist and um, not fight it is is I think it's very useful, especially like it does take a lot of brain power when you're coming up with um, choreography, say a lot. You know what I mean? Like I don't teach weekly. Y'all know I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Um I I feel like it just flows so much better when you could just allow yourself to just give into the movement rather than like worry about what it needs to look like at a time, at a time. And also, I think it it looks more like your specific style. Like when you, I feel like like with my contemporary, I I feel like my contemporary looks a certain way because I'm always choreographing from my freestyles and my freestyles for contemporary are very specific like they look a they look like me <laughs> and so my choreography looks like me because I use my freestyles um heels I I be, I still experiment with heels because uh, like I said I've been trying to not drop to the floor with my heels choreography so I or with my heels freestyles so when I'm choreographing from a freestyle from heels, it's evolving because um, my freestyle is evolving. Um, hip hop is the one that I would I need to I, I want to explore more because I'm still trying to find my like rhythm and flow and vibe as a like hip hop dancer. Um, same with like jazz funk. Um yeah, Liz, if you listening, girl, we got to get in this stew. We got to get in this stew and practice this um, because you, it, I think you have different strengths for different genres. So for contemporary, I feel very comfortable freestyling contemporary um, heels. I do. I think it's evolving. And then, like I said, for hip hop and jazz funk, that's something that I really I have to go back through my my all my questions. You know what I mean? And just try that different genre but with the same questions you know what I mean and like that's important to know too like maybe you're maybe you're just like yo let me let me work on my ballet freestyle you know what I mean and go through all those questions let me work on my 
a hip hop freestyle and go through all those questions. Like you can have a different genre of movement, but the way that you hit a circle or the way that you hit a level or um, a texture is going to be different for all three of those. So there's, it's really such a, uh, an infinite way to express movement and to try on different movement. It's honestly, it's like I said, it's a, it's a form of therapy y'all. It really is. Um, so some takeaways before I leave y'all with that is, um, it's a muscle, you know what I mean? Like everything in life, you use it or you lose it. It really is simple as that. There's times where I feel super tapped into my freestyle and there's times where I'm like, yo, I'm rusty. I'm rusty. And that's okay. The more that you do it, the more that it's going to feel comfortable. You need to be comfortable in the way that your body moves. Love the way that your body moves. Um, It's not going to look like anybody else's. And that shouldn't scare you because I know, oh God, when I freestyle, I look, uh, because that used to stress me out. I'd be like, damn, when I freestyle, it's like, I'm a little tense or something. That's okay. That's what makes me me. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to understand that what makes you you is going to show in your freestyle. And that's so cool because no one else can freestyle like you. Um, It's your own superpower. Okay. Um, One uh, something that I heard the other day, actually, when we were taking house is like using visualization. I have not tried this on my freestyles yet, and I want to try this. That is so cool. Um, Our teacher was talking about just like in your head being able to like visualize what you want your body to do and then pulling it out through your body. That is a level that is. That's amazing. So I use visualization when I'm coming up with choreography sometimes like listening to music and like seeing it in my mind's eye. And did you know that that's not something that everybody could do? I did not know that everybody can't do that. There's people that can't see pictures in their head. That's crazy. Well, that's not crazy. Like if you can't do that, that's fine. Like it just is what it is. But I thought everybody could do that. Anyways, being able to like see things in my mind's eye and then like pull that choreography out. But being able to do that in real time, like as you're moving, like seeing your body in your mind's eye and then like pulling it out. Ah! That is some like some next level shit. And that's what I really want to try try to practice the next time I'm, I'm working on my freestyle. Um, and the last little bit of advice that I got from Galen Hooks that I say to my clients all the time is like, don't hesitate, commit. Whatever you're doing, just commit to it. And it's not going to look so unsure because that happens too is when we watch our videos back when we're doing um, you know, taking class and we're freestyling, we're like, I look confused. <laughs> I look scared. Yes, because you did this choreography and you had such intensity in your eyes. And then the minute you had a freestyle, you let that intensity just kind of go everywhere in the room instead of bringing it back into yourself and directing it at the camera or bringing it back into yourself and then directing it towards wherever you, your audience. So, don't don't hesitate if your body wants to move a certain way let it go let it go and in fact encourage it if it wants to go a certain way go with it let it do what it wants to do and and support your body easier said than done always but you're not going to get any better if you don't practice it so that's just really it's it's with everything in life <laughs> it's just it's a muscle use it or lose it um but yeah, that's my um, that's our conversation for this week. I like I said, this is something that's always evolving and we're always working on it. I I I, I love it. I, I go in and out with my freestyles right now. I have not. I we fell off a lot of things, but we, we get back on. That's that's all that matters. Get off and get back on. So I really I want to work on my hip hop freestyling. So um, I encourage you to use the questions. Um, and like I said, maybe I'll have something provided for you guys. So it's a little bit easier for you guys to, to tap into that. But like I said, write things on a sticky note. You can do this all by yourself. You write things, call up a friend, set your phone up. Okay. And just practice, just practice you. It's literally free in your house. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's always evolving. 
don't judge yourself allow yourself to feel the process it's a process changes um and that's that's what i have for you guys this week so i'll tap in with you guys next week i hope you have a fabulous rest of the week and if you are my homie my big homie you're gonna send this off to some friends you're gonna leave a comment you're gonna like you're gonna subscribe you're gonna share all of that um i always still do like if you leave me a review or a comment or whatever i will give you a shout out on the next podcast so make sure you do that i always i always love the support you guys i i couldn't do anything without y'all so i hope you guys have a great week and i will talk to y'all later